Suck pedals, evildoers. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I am the supernova at the center of the universe. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Mike? Um, It's good. I'm, I'm doing good. Um, You know, it's kind of crazy. We're recording this exactly two weeks before Thanksgiving. I know it's going to drop after the holiday. Mm-hmm. And we're just staring down the barrel of Christmas right now, and it's really insane how fast this year went. All things considered, with COVID, mm-hmm. I feel like it's only yesterday that we were getting really excited for Disney Plus and planning, you know, the our end of the year Darkwing stuff we were gonna do, and mm-hmm. it's already almost the end of November, and that's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, I know this episode will air a little after, but man, you know, we we just had Dev Ross on our Zoom chat, and this weekend we're getting Susan Silo, man. Nice <laughs> to see her come back. Yeah, man. And you know, I, you know me. I, I love me some Neptunia, man. I love mm-hmm. me some Neptunia, and I think uh, Tiffany loves uh, Neptunia also. I don't think anybody else is crazy about her, but I, obviously they all like her, you know. Yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's I'm excited about that, man. Um. A uh, quick little story, Mike, uh, about what we got going on today with this episode that I could kind of relate to. Um, I'll make it really quick. Um, I basically I went to a high school called Kendrick my freshman year, and it right. was a pr- it was a pretty rough school, dude. You know, um, I was always skipping school, always an in school suspension, never had my books. It, it was a bad school, man. You know, it, it, <laughs> it wasn't even safe either, man. Like I remember one of the students hit the teacher upside the head with a keyboard, man. Whoa. You know, it, Okay. Yeah, it it was bad, but you know, uh, my best friend was actually went to another school called uh, Columbus High School, and it was a magnet school. And I used his address. I don't care if I, they hear about this now. This is what twenty years well, later. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, nothing's gonna yeah. happen now. Yeah, man. And I used his address, and you know, I gotta tell you, man, going to that school really cleaned up my image, cleaned up my whole act, and I got myself together, man. And I finished school and. Starting, you know, I, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I, I became an A student. And that's BS, man. I, I I was still getting C's and B's now. But, you know, I was the effort was there now, you know. So you so you didn't become the people's protector is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, But I, I kind of went through like a nice image look, though. But, you know, yeah. deep, deep down, I still had that hood, you know, poverty in me, you know what I'm saying, where I could well, still you survive, can, you know. You can never exactly escape where you're from. You know, mm-hmm. for good or for bad, you know, you're always going to be that person you originally started out as, no matter how much you change. Yeah. Well, now connecting my life story, Mike, what episode we got today? Okay, so we are talking about the episode Let's Get Respectable, the one where Goslin gives Darkwing a complete image makeover. <laughs> um, Mike, we kind of go on different paths on this one, huh? We do, don't we? Yeah, you know, but, you know, that that's kind of good that we always don't go the same path either, you know? We don't usually. The only other time I could think of where we were really divided was on Battle of the Brain Teasers. I feel like this is going to be a similar situation. I, It might be, but I don't think it's as bad as Battle – well, you know what? I don't like – See, I don't, I don't think this one's as good as that one, and you don't, I think, don't think this so one's either. as bad as that one. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh my God. So, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see how it goes, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, of course. So, don't be surprised, guy, if Mike kind of goes a little more than usual, because I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but uh, 
All right, let, let's let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about this episode, Mike. Uh, what's our production air date order? Okay, our air date is Thursday, February twentieth, nineteen ninety-two, mm-hmm. and it's 60th by production numbers. And mm-hmm. so our story editor, this is Tom Minton's last episode. Um, he's about to go on to bigger things. <laughs> uh, over at Warner's doing uh, Animaniacs and Pinky in the Brain and all that amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's also the third and final episode from writer Bruce Reed Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two episodes he wrote were Film Flam and Darkwing Doubloon. I personally think this is his best of the three. Uh, I'm going to go with Film Flam, dude. Are you? Yeah, okay. I'm going with Film Flam. Okay. Hey, like you said, we're divided. Yeah, um, uh, this might shock you too. Uh, I think I might go Darkwing to Bloom number two. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> See that one, I would put that one. I would put as his worst one. Yeah. Um, I, I remember you. You didn't like that one one bit. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was in the middle of that one. I was kind of neutral on Darkwing okay. to Bloom. Okay, so there you go. Well, this is his last episode. This is Tom Minton's last episode. And, you know, my own assumption is that this is happening because at this point, Darkwing was getting to the end of what should have been its production run before, you know, they had to make more episodes to, you know, compensate for the ABC ones. Um, And you just we're just going to start seeing all these names start leaving the series. Uh, We're going to see a lot more episodes written by Doug Langdale and Dev Ross very soon and a lot more story editing by Tad Stones. Okay. so a lot of people are starting to leave the show. Mm-hmm. And animation-wise, this is a Disney Japan episode. It's not one of their top-tier ones. It isn't a Tama episode, um, like Dead Duck was. Mm-hmm. I think this is Jade, but this is actually, if it's Jade, they really cleaned up their act in comparison to, like, Planet of the Capes. Mm-hmm. This is this one's got some good animation in it, honestly. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, one scene in particular that really stands out to me, man. There's some good use of shadows, good use mm-hmm. of colors. The characters are really well drawn. Um, and there are some cool scenes. Nothing like spectacular, mm-hmm. but it's very solid. Oh, yeah. You know, and it uh, really kinda, helps the episode, too. Yeah, kind of off subject here, Mike. You said February of 92, right? Yes. Oh, man, I can't wait till we get to June because that's when uh, the Dream Team, man. Uh, the Olympic USA basketball team. So I'm going to be, man, that's going to be memories right there for me. <laughs> we're, not getting, we're not getting to June. Um, Cause the last episodes aired in May. So you just stick that into the last one we do in May. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I always got to bring up sports somehow in here. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's, that's your thing. Yeah. Man. That's your thing. Of course. So why don't we get started? All right. Let's get into this plot. We got the trio. They're watching the St. Car tonight hosted by who Mike? Everyone's favorite news reporter, Tom Lockjaw. Yeah. It is, it is Scott Bullock. He's back. Yeah, and who who's he bragging about? Well, he's doing an expose on, like, St. Canard heroes. He's, like, ranking them and everything. And, of course, you know, Darkwing gets excited for a second until he finds out Lockjaw is going on about. Who is he going on about? It's, of course, Gizmo Duck. <laughs> And dark and oh, it's not Darkwing, it's Drake. He's watching the show as Drake, and he says, "I think I'm gonna be sick." <laughs> yeah, he's hating bad right now. He he's not feeling this at all. He's jealous, man. No, and the opening, this opening scene, 
the animation here is really great. Like the lights yeah, are off is. in the house and they're just illuminated by the TV. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing's like really like put out faces are terrific. It's a really strong opening. Even though all they're doing is watching TV, the drawings are really fantastic. Yeah. And at the very, very bottom of the list, Lockjaw finally mentions Darkwing. And but, the picture he uses is even upside down. But what does he call him, man? That's so dirty, man. <laughs> what does he call him? I Dar- missed it. Oh, Dark Worm. Dark Worm, dark worm Duck. Yeah, he calls him Dark Worm Duck. <laughs> That's so dirty, oh, man. Oh, God, that is dirty. And he, he interviews a bunch of people who hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an old lady. Uh, all these characters I'm going to mention now, they're constantly coming back. Not to not to get off the plot, but what I like about this episode is unlike like almost any other episode of Darkwing Duck, St. Canard feels alive. Mm-hmm. Like most episodes, the city is so vacant. Remember how much we laughed how we have this whole thing with the gorilla and film flan in yeah. broad daylight and there isn't a single soul on the street? Mm-hmm. Not this one. It's a very living city. You see the people, you see the thugs, you see the mayor, you see the police and the chief of police. There's a lot going on in this one, and it makes St. Canard feel like a living, breathing city. Yeah, you see um, children at the playground, at school. So, yeah, it's a lot going on, man. Yeah, so he, he interviews an old lady who's voiced by Billy Hayes. She voiced Grammy Whammy from Double Dark Wings. She complains Darkwing ran over his foot. Two little kids who complain that Darkwing scares them and gives them nightmares. And a construction worker who, what is it, he knocked a building out from under him? Mm-hmm. And so all these guys, I hate Darkwing, and Darkwing's ego is so bruised right now. <coughs> mm-hmm. And um, which makes him very suggestible to Goslin's crazy ideas. Yeah, she's you know he he wants some respect on his name, and you know Goslin wants to work on his image. Yeah, Goslin proposes a complete image makeover. But of course, Drake's gonna take the credit for the idea, which he always does. <laughs> and when he when he goes, no, what I need is a complete image makeover. Goslin goes, now why didn't I think of that? Duh. <laughs> the drawing of Goslin when she says that is very funny. And then Drake says, let's get creative. Yeah, so then we get an entrance, right? Yeah, we do. And we also Honker steps into the story now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, we get an entrance because Goslin and Honker are trying to figure out what works about Darkwing Duck. He comes in, gets an entrance. It's I am the pit bull that bites the ankles of crime. He does this very dramatically. Um and Goslin says, you know, everything's wrong. You have no spin. The cape's got to go. The mask has got to go. The smoke's got to go. Everything's got to go. I, I like I I'll give this episode credit. I think deep down it's trying to make a statement about how constantly polling things and changing things to appease everybody can easily ruin something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going through that now. With all this cancel culture and everyone wanting to change things to appease everybody. And I'm not saying this is exactly what this episode's trying to do, but mm-hmm. it's I think it's making a statement. You okay. know? Mm-hmm. But so so Gazin decides everything's gotta go. He everything. Has to, <laughs> everything. What does he look like in his new costume that Goslin comes up with? Oh my god. Yeah, you don't even want to hear my opinion. He looks so cheesy, man. Uh he, he had a uh, doesn't he look like Storkley's a little bit like a Hercules? He looks like a, he looks like a dope. <laughs> he looks like a dope. Okay, um, so he, 
Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. He's got the ruffles. He has these like the, the the winged things coming off of his helmet. He looks like an idiot. He really does. And Goslin even changes his entrance. He has to throw flower petals without smoke bombs. And she's always citing how this is non-threatening. People will respond to this. And I I love the run of dialogue here. He's trying to make an entrance. He comes in, and he and got and Goslin and Honker keep changing his entrance. It yeah, goes he has from to flutter and it's now no, no longer at night. It's in the day. <laughs> I am the good that flutters in the day. Launchpad <laughs> likes it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's no more no longer. Let's get dangerous. What is it? Let's get respectable. There's our yeah. title. Yeah, there's our title. And then and, uh. Go, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we don't even have the rat catcher anymore. Is that where yeah, you're going? Yeah, that's where I was going. We lost the rat catcher, man. That's my baby, man. What's it called? Oh, my God. The Swan of Peace. <laughs> it looks like they took, like, a public park swan boat and just threw it over the rat catcher. There's a really big animation mistake that goes by really fast here. But if you look and you'll notice it, the camera cuts to Darkwing sitting in the Swan of Peace. And the background they use is the inside of the Mallard house. Mm. Yeah, it's, you know, Disney Japan has usually make mistakes like that, but it happens. Um, so they head off to see what they can do. Yeah, Try so, his new image. Yeah, he, so first, the first stop is the old lady, right? Yes. Yeah, trying to help her cross the street. Yeah, and Darkwing is a real glutton for punishment in this one. He does help her cross the street, but he gets mowed down by the traffic. Yeah, he should have put his arms down. That was his fault. <laughs> yeah, that was his fault. At least he didn't hurt the lady. Yeah. Now, this scene, I did laugh. I thought this scene was funny, the next scene, when he goes to help the children. Or not yes. help them, but he goes to play with the children. Yeah, the kids in this scene are those same kids from DuckTales I've mentioned before. Like, the same three kids. Um, so they keep reusing the children. Yeah, so why is this funny? Because he goes play dodgeball, and one of the kids throws the ball, and it goes in his mouth, and it, like, bounces his head back and forth. <laughs> Did you notice the ball got, like, three times the size when it gets stuck in his mouth? Yeah. But it's still <laughs> funny. It's still funny. And one of the children's voiced by Katie, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. I mean, the yeah. other one might be might be Christine, mm-hmm. but I know definitely one is Katie. You hear Sonny Gummy right in there. Yeah. And And the third thing, he tries to help the construction worker. And this is the first time he refers to himself as the people's protector. Mm-hmm. Because the crane's about to drop. He pushes the guy out of the way and gets cream with the girders. So he's he's getting the worst of this. Yeah. So he gets crushed. And that, that scene reminds me a lot of Home Improvement when uh, Tim Allen got the his wife's car, Jill's. Uh, I remember got, that. He drops yeah. the girder on the car. Ooh. Yeah. That scene yeah. reminds me a lot of that, man. It does. Actually, mm-hmm. good, good, good comparison. Yeah. But his his image isn't working yet, Mike. It's no, become, no, it's not. It's not kicked into the citizens yet. But then, ah, what a coincidence! What's happening now? Uh street thug is trying to steal a woman's purse. Yeah, we got a purse snatcher. He looks a bit <laughs> like a beagle boy. Yeah, he does, man. I was gonna say that. You beat me to it. <laughs> He's wearing the mask and everything. Yeah, but you know he can't be typical Darkwing. He can't go over there and karate kick him or he be tries. violent. He tries. Yeah. <laughs> But then, you but, know, Goslin tells him that he that that image is gone. He can't do that anymore. So what does he do? He threatens to tell his mom. <laughs> I'm going to tell and your the, mom. <laughs> the thug goes, my mother. <laughs> 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 and uh, that works. It works. It, yeah. it, it actually works. Like, it works right away. The thug gives in. 
kisses his feet, gives the purse back to the lady, and you see the old lady and the kids and the construction worker. They're like, yeah, we like this guy now. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it works. Yeah, so now yeah, now the citizens don't fear uh, Darkwing anymore. Not at and, all. Uh, yeah, and then um, but LP can't figure something out though. He he's trying to figure out how's this new image gonna stop the real bad guys. Like how's it gonna stop a Quacker Jack, a Steel Beak, a Negaduck? Yeah, you know? I, I I like this is funny from Terry. They're up in the they're up in the the hideout, and Darkwing uses a new he uses a new opening. He goes, "I am the gold at the at the end of the rainbow." And LP goes up to him and goes, I don't get it, DW. And Darkwing goes, what? The gold at the end of the rainbow? And Launchpad <laughs> goes, well, no, I don't get that either. <laughs> <laughs> the and that's when, he, that, that's when he mentions, like, how is this going to work? How is this mm. going to stop crime? Yeah. And Darkwing's but- weird backwards explanation is when the thugs buy into this, crimes will just stop. Mm-hmm. He's so full of himself. Yeah. And then uh, finally, Mike, I feel like I can really sit down and at least watch the rest of the episode. Who shows up? Finally, some conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, Negaduck. Yeah. He's back. He's got the knives. Yeah, he's throwing <laughs> knives at Darkwing's picture. And a some sort of heart-shaped knife goes right through Darkwing's chest in the picture. Yeah, it's Negaduck. He has his theme song. And he says, you know, he's done a good job building himself up. Now it's my job to knock him down. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is like the best use of Negaduck, but it's still Negaduck, so it's still fantastic. So I love Negaduck. Mm-hmm. Um, right or wrong? Right. Yeah, because it's Negaduck. You can't yeah, go Negaduck. wrong with him. You yeah. can't go wrong with him. Um, so the next act starts. Where Where are they? They're at the police station. Yeah, this is the only time we meet the chief of police. You'd think, we'd, you'd think we'd see this guy more often, but he mm-hmm. was created just for this episode. I like this guy's design. Like, he's really a good design. He reminds you, me of um, uh, Tusker Nini. The way he's drawn, it looks just like Tusker Nini, his whole body and everything. Yeah, he's 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 a somewhat large. He's a dog, but mm-hmm. he has that overall look. Did you notice one of the cops looks just like Herb Muddlefoot? Yeah, I did notice that. The one that was sitting on the desk with his feet up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like when the scene starts, you hear one of the cops goes, how's that donut? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what cops eat. Um, so, yeah, so Darkwing says, you know, let me, guys, take a vacation. I'll take over. And, and of course, they all put on their fishing hats and they leave. Mm-hmm. So Darkwing, there's no cops now. Darkwing's in charge of St. Canard, what he's always wanted. Yep. And uh, then he finds out his ratings are higher than Gizmo Duck now. Yeah, he's web feet and bill above Gizmo Duck. Honker says. Yeah, and so then he finally, gets a, Yeah, he gets to his parade and with confetti, and he he gets to meet the mayor. Yeah, and um, I don't know if I find it funny or annoying. Every crowd scene, you hear this one guy screaming, "We love you, Darkwing!" over and over and over in every shot and i'm so conflicted whether it's funny because they keep repeating it or it's just just obnoxious i can't tell Mm -hmm. uh but you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah so he gets his parade take it from here well yeah he gets his parade he meets the mayor and the mayor gives him the key to the city and tells him he's now honorary mayor of the day yeah and um only time we see the mayor too you'd think we'd see the mayor of saint canard more than once Yep. 
This guy, I, I don't know. But, you know, yeah. it's it's odd to me. And we've seen the mayor already on the, the new DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, that didn't take long, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. But then uh, Negaduck's actually really smart. He reminds some crooks, the police are gone, man. The city's yeah. open. <laughs> you think Negaduck would have got the supervillains together, but I guess Street Thugs is all he can do on short notice. Yeah. Because he's in a trench coat, in a back alley. Like, this is a really seedy Negaduck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And um, there's a bunch of thugs. Um, I Here's the thing. I don't know who voiced every character in this episode. Um, there is a voice actor named Michael Laskin in the credits. I don't know who he's voicing. I'm going to assume characters like the mayor or the chief. Um, but since Scott Bullock is in this episode, we know he does other characters. He does the little, the little duck thug mm-hmm. and the big thug in the gray shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely Jim Cummings. Because it's that same dumb guy voice he uses for one of the thugs in the Tailspin episodes. Okay. Um, you know the thugs, the, the gorilla and the rhino who mm-hmm. hang around with the little alligator thug? Yep. Yeah, he does that exact same idiot voice. Um, so he says, yeah, go off and commit some crimes. No one can stop us now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they go off and they, they rob the bank first. This is probably my favorite part, like my favorite just joke in the episode they rob the bank and they're driving off in a truck and Darkwing is skipping towards the truck, throwing flower petals. And that's when he <laughs> says, I am the supernova at the center of the universe. He gets hit by the truck and he says, I am Darkwing's speed bump. Yeah, he got ran over pretty bad. <laughs> they um they use the supernova line in the Moonvasion DuckTales episode. He goes to say it, and then he gets hit in the face by some newspaper. So they directly reference this episode in that DuckTales show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, so, yeah, so now they go to a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, since Launchpad and the kids handle this one themselves, they just get a tow truck, and they tow the thug's truck away. Yeah. So then we get an ATM, and there's a couple more thugs trying to hack into the ATM. Darkwing shows up to stop them. He's really ineffectual. He's really lucky that Launchpad, Goslin, and Honker are helping him in this episode. Because he really can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. And he gets folded up into a credit card and placed into the ATM. He come, You see him in the monitor, and he says, I am Darkwing Auto Deposit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... And money cut starts flying out of the machine. Um, yeah. And Launchpad pops out of the bag that the thugs are carrying, and him and the kids are able to capture them by themselves. Yep. And then Darkwing flies out of the machine as a, as a bill. Yeah. Launchpad has to unfold him. Yeah. And th- ain't this when the media shows up, though, to interview him? Yeah, they're doing a press conference from the jail. Yeah. and uh, But somebody's framing him with this whole media press. This is my favorite Negaduck scene because he's dressing up as other characters, different reporters, and asking these crazy backwards BS questions that Darkwing can't answer. Mm-hmm. Like, have you stopped ringing people's doorbells at night? What is he going to say? If he says yes, he's in trouble. If he says no, he's in trouble. <laughs> Negaduck is ruining everything for him. And I think the single funniest Negaduck scene in the episode is when he goes, hey, look, babies love me. And the baby in the bassinet starts crying. But then it's Negaduck wearing a uh, bonnet on his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
he pulls the bonnet off and he smiles right at the camera in this gigantic grin. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so Darkwing's reputation is already getting ruined and Negaduck manages to snatch the jail cell key. Yeah, and he lets all the crooks out, man. For a single shot, you see Negaduck stand there in a diaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his look, though, like, how did it, they, they, it's so funny because, like, his head is the normal size, but they made his bo- body, like, the size of a baby for real. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. And he got this huge pink diaper on, too. <laughs> and uh, he sends everyone off on a crime spree. So all the crooks are committing crimes. Mm-hmm. And then when the mob comes for Darkwing, Negaduck plants the jail cell key on him. Yeah. So that's it. Darkwing notices it's Negaduck. Yeah, he finally figured it out it was him, but it's kind of too late because now the mayor's back, you know, and the mayor's not happy. He he realized the city has been ruined. Darkwing gives the key back, and the mayor says, you know, I'm on to you, Darkwing. I'm getting the cops back. You're in trouble. Yeah, Darkwing's now public enemy number one, man. That stinks. Yeah. Everything Everything they tried blows up in their face. Yeah, so let's get respectable is now out of the picture. Who returns? Darkwing Duck. The real Darkwing Duck. Uh, yeah. um, it's funny. He's in the closet, and they call back to the joke from the beginning. Um, Launchpad says, you know, maybe it's time for a return of the old Darkwing Duck. And Darkwing comes out of the closet and says, no, maybe it's time for the real Darkwing Duck. Yeah, Drake's always got to get the credit. <laughs> and... There is a re- the animation in this scene is cool too because there's a storm outside. Yeah. And we see some scenes of lightning, you know, outside and the bushes are you know blowing in the wind and it really sets a great mood. But the shot of Darkwing with a light behind him, like almost in shadow as he marches toward the camera and says, "Let's get dangerous," is really fantastic. Yeah, it looks really cool, Mike. And he gets another. En- this episode is full of entrances. He says, I am the scrubbing bubble to criminal scum. Mm -hmm. And um, so then we cut to the jail, the police station. That's where Negaduck is. He has all the loot of St. Canard. Yeah, it looks like a mountain. (laughs) And more great animation. He's casting a shadow on the wall that's really bigger than he is. It makes him look so threatening and imposing, even though he's not that big. Yeah, there's another shadow scene that's going to come in a few minutes that I really like, too. Yes, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. (laughs) So Negaduck double-crosses the thugs. They come in like, you know, can we, you know, what what do you want us to do, Negaduck? And Negaduck's not going to share the the money with them. But these guys are idiots, so it's really easy to fool them. He's like, let's have a guilty party. We'll hold it in the jail cells. And... (laughs) As the thugs are running out of the room, you hear the really dumb one go, I want a red hat. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all in the jail cells. These guys are so stupid. Negaduck runs downstairs, locks them all in. And the little little thug goes, does this mean there's no party? And Negaduck goes, no, it just means you're not invited. (laughs) And you could tell, like, this is when, like, Jim has really perfected the Negaduck verse. Like, before, it kind of got mixed yes. in. But, like, I think it was, uh, what was the episode, was it? Um, it Going was Nowhere one, Fast? I think it was that one where that's where the Negaduck voice, like, it, it stood. You know, it like, it, yeah, it, yeah hit. it hit. Yeah. Well, Negaduck has, my favorite Negaduck line in this episode is so understated for him. He's mm. enjoying his loot. 
And then he hears, you know, I am the terror that flaps in the night. And he looks so defeated. And this is the line. He goes, I knew it couldn't last forever. Just like that. Like, just, it's such a great subtle line. And I love it from Negaduck. Um, Darkwing comes in gets another entrance. This is where I like the shadow after the entrance. Yeah. He says, I am the muddy shoes that track the linoleum of crime. And that's when Darkwing enters and you see his shadow grow over Negaduck's shadow. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that, that scene looks really cool, man. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Uh, how does their fight go? Uh, it doesn't go too well. Uh, the first thing, they start fighting with the door. Well, the door is the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Negaduck yeah. slams the door on Darkwing and then Darkwing flattens the door on him. Down. Yeah. And then Negaduck lifts up the door and throws it to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I do like the moment where Negaduck's under the door, and then Darkwing kind of just jumps on the door. Where do you suppose he went? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and Negaduck grabs Darkwing, throws him out into the hallway, and I referenced this a few episodes back. Negaduck mm-hmm. goes, you seem to forget how mighty I am. He leaps at him, misses, and falls down the stairs. Yeah. That's how he's defeated. Big yeah. bad Negaduck falls down the stairs. And where does he <laughs> land? Right in the jail cells. And, and they Darkwing's... hold on a shot of Negaduck getting beaten up. Mm-hmm. And what does Darkwing <laughs> do? I'm sorry, Will. Oh, he just he slams the jail cell on him. <laughs> yeah, Negaduck gets the uh, bejesus beaten out of him. Yeah. Um, so Darkwing leaves the old costume behind with a note saying that Negaduck was behind it. A couple of cops show up. We mm-hmm. know one of them is Jim. You can so tell just by that Lou Costello voice he's using. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who voices the other cop, though. Um, it probably is Scott Bullock. I don't know. But we do find out in this episode one of the reasons the cops hate Darkwing. Do you remember what it was? Uh, no, I don't. They hate his hat. Oh, yeah, that's right. They hate his hat. But one of those cops was voiced by Jim, right? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. The one with the higher-pitched voice, yeah. The one who goes, he'll be wearing that stupid hat. That's Jim. Like, you okay. can't mistake that that voice. So I, I love the joke that ends the episode. You can you can explain it, Will. How does this one end? Uh, the crew leaves DW a gift, man, and it's not a gift he really wants. They kind of did him dirty, man. Yeah, you know? he opens his present, and what is it? It's a, it's a Gizmo Duck doll, but dressed up like Darkwing. <laughs> it's got the hat and the cape. Otherwise, yeah. it's Gizmo Duck. Yeah, it's definitely and Gizmo. <laughs> the great animation that started this episode is also what's finishing it. Mm-hmm. The drawings are so solid. When Darkwing looks at the camera, not well, Drake, really, he looks at the camera and his entire face just droops. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. And Launchpad's like, the trophy shop did kind of a rush job. Um but the ending is cute. Goslin runs up and gives him a hug, and Drake does look proud of himself. It's a really strong drawing to end on. I, I like this episode. I know you don't, but this isn't my favorite, mm-hmm. but I do really enjoy it when I watch it, and I forget okay. how much I like it until I do watch it. I think the problem I have with it, Mike, is the slow start. I, and it's like it's so cheesy, you know, and then like once Negaduck ki- kicks in, 
that's when I'd be like, okay, it's not so bad. And, you know, the the respectable character kind of starts getting beat up and kind of starts getting manipulated by uh, Negaduck. So I'm okay with it once it hits that 10-minute mark, man. It's that first 10 minutes. I really struggle with it. I mean, if I want to get my negatives out of the way, yeah, the first act is very long and very talky before we mm-hmm. get to Negaduck. I feel like Darkwing's a bit of a wimp. He's so easily changed by the kids. He's so yeah. weak-willed, you know? I feel like he shouldn't be that much of a pushover to have his entire image changed. Mm-hmm. Also, when he does change his image, he barely does anything competently. If Launchpad, Goslin, and Honker weren't helping him, mm-hmm. he would be pulverized over and over. It really present, presents him as not really an effective crime fighter. Okay. Um, those are my negatives, but right. I think the jokes, Negaduck, all that stupid supernova stuff, I do enjoy it, and the animation is very, very strong. It's not top tier, but I do love it, and it really elevates the episode for me. Mm-hmm. So all of its positives for me outweigh the negatives. So I'm going to be super generous to this one and give it three and a half gas gun canisters. Okay. Um. I'm the opposite, uh, Mike. I do like the animation. I did like some of the jokes. Uh, I did like the, the the thugs. You know, once they came in, I like Negaduck. That respectable stuff, though, man. God, it it just really drains me on this episode at the beginning. So I'm gonna take it down a notch. Uh, I need to go back and see what some of my scores were for some of the episodes I didn't like. So as of right now, I'm gonna stick with a two for this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's it's not fine. the bottom. I, I've given two episodes really worse scores than that. Not even close to yeah. two. So. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, no. so I, I'm going to give it a two. Um, we don't have a villain to rate. No, this is going to become a common thing for, for the rest of the series. We're not going to have as many brand new villains to rate mm-hmm. in general. So at least I get used to that. Well, you know, Mike, we have a little time to the the kill here. So I'm going to go way off subject really, really fast. Have you ever okay. seen a movie, Have you ever seen a movie called Who's the Man? I've never even heard of it. Okay, Who's the Man is a movie that uh, it featured uh, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. You probably don't know who they are. They used to host I, a show. Yeah, I they know used Dr. To, Dre. Not that Dr. Dre. A different well, Dr. Then, Dre. Then I don't know that Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, they I didn't know there host, were two. <laughs> yeah, they used to host a, a hip-hop show on MTV called Yo MTV Raps. And, I knew that, uh, yeah. Okay, well, they were the host of that show, and they had their own feature film, and they had, like, every rapper that was even relevant in the 80s and early 90s in the movie and there's a scene where their uh captain is very upset with dr dre because his name is doctor and he's like my brother went to school for eight years just to call himself doctor and you just come in my police station and just say hey my name's dr dre you know he gets really mad and uh dr dre asks him can i can i get a donut and he says no you can't you don't deserve a donut. And then when a lover comes like, hey, Sarge, can I get a donut? You can have as many donuts as you want. <laughs> uh, so this episode reminded you of that? Yeah, that scene with the donut reminded me of that, man, of that movie. <laughs> see, what, when I see cops and donuts, I go right to uh, The Simpsons, Chief oh, Wiggum. Yeah, yeah Chief. I, go right, I go right to that. Before <laughs> we go, I want to ask you something. Go ahead, Mike. We're, we're recording this on the one-year anniversary of the Disney Plus launch. Ooh. What has been your What has been your favorite thing about Disney Plus? Like, if you had to name one favorite thing about uh, Disney Plus, what would it be? I'm gonna name two things. One's Disney Afternoon, and then two yeah. all the uh, old school shows like Boy Meets World and stuff on there. 
Good. Okay. Yeah. My my number one thing about it is the ability to watch a Disney afternoon show whenever I want on my phone. Like okay. I've said before, when I take notes for this, I just sit there at the table with my phone out and scanning around the episode. I just love having all the Darkwing episodes at my fingertips like that. Okay. And I, just, I love that. And I like that. And I just love the, I love that I don't have to put on Blu-rays anymore. Yeah. I haven't put, I haven't put on a Disney Blu-ray since, except for Frozen 2 when that came out before it dropped on Disney+. Plus. I haven't put on a Blu-ray from Disney in a year. Like, what's your one gripe with uh, Disney Plus? I really gri- wish the I really wish the Muppet Show was on it. Okay, the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show really needs to be on Disney Plus, and it like I wish the Aladdin series was on there. I hate that some Disney Afternoon episodes aren't there, but mm. I'm really aggravated that the Muppet Show isn't there. I really am. I, I know because you're a big Muppets fan. You know, you and yeah. my dad. Yeah, my dad complains about that too. Well, I consider The Muppet Show one of the most important TV shows of all time. The fact that it's not there is a real shame. Okay. Yeah, what about I you? think my one gripe is I I, I kind of get it too. I wish they would, you know, they got so much content that they haven't put on there at all, you know. Yeah. And they're slowly doing it and, and I get it because like the more you keep adding on, the more subscribers you get. Oh, they finally got The Mighty Ducks. Oh, they finally got such and such, you know. Right. So people will finally sign up for it. So you can't give it all at once. So I get that. But it's like they're doing it so slow, though, you know? I know some movies, older movies, are tied up in licensing with other uh, streaming services like Netflix. And I know because of the pandemic, they can't make new stuff as easily. But, Mm -hmm. man, put some more old shorts on Disney+. Plus. Put more Donald Duck cartoons. What are they waiting for? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there yeah. could be more. Like, I know some people want to see House of Mouse or the Aladdin show, like I mentioned already. Like, why isn't why why aren't they there? <laughs> I have no idea, Mike. And again, the Muppet Show. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I got a second gripe. I don't know how I didn't think of this one. Oswald, get Oswald in there. Yeah, I I hear through sources that deep deep down the people in charge at Disney hate those old cartoons. We're lucky to get what we even have on Disney Plus. Yeah. But hang on to that Disney treasure set, Will. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Mike, man, what episode of Darkwing we got next, man? Okay. So, we're going to talk about In Like Blunt, the other Disney France episode that got delayed. This one is even earlier than Duck by Any Other Name. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell this one was an early one for reasons I won't go into until we talk about it. Okay. It's interesting. It actually is a very interesting episode. So that should be a good record. We'll see you next week for that one. Okay. Uh, Mike, do you uh, – no, you know what? I, 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 we'll wait for next week. I was going to ask you about the episode, but we'll, we'll wait for next week. Yeah, we'll man. wait. I, we'll wait. Yeah, but, so, Mike, for the people uh, listening to us for the first time, where can they find us at, man? Well, you know what? We're on all major podcast apps, I think. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Also, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And of course, on Alexa, you know, speak into that. It'll play the newest episode for you. And I think that's all of them. As always, there are probably a whole ton more, but um, we're really accessible and that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, my shout outs today is to the 400 people as of today's date, which is November 12th, I think, of yes. our recording. November yes. 12th. Uh, we have 400 members. Uh, for our one month anniversary of uh, being on our Facebook group, not our podcast page, but our group page. Uh, we hit 400 today, Mike. 
Good. I'm noticing that more and more Darkwing sites are popping up on Facebook, but mm-hmm. but join ours first. <laughs> and both of them like like the podcast page because that's mm-hmm. where you know that's where we a lot of the stuff about the podcast goes up. But also join the fan page too. Join other pages too, but join ours first. <laughs> <laughs> So silly, Mike. All right, Mike. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, man. And uh, I guess everybody stay dangerous. Yep. I knew it couldn't last forever. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody.